steal you for a second. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Girls Night In. I'm Karen. And of course, I'm with our lovely other hosts, Michelle, Lorena, and Glory. Um, we just can't wait to start talking about our podcast, um, our episode, diving into what happened this week during Men Tell All. There's, there was a lot of drama, tea. There's just so much to talk about, and we just can't wait to start. But before we dive into this episode, let's play a game. So I know a few weeks ago, we did mention that we would love a man who could cook for us. And that kind of inspired me to introduce this game, which is Guess the Sound, Kitchen Edition. So I'll be playing some sounds that are kind of like found in like the kitchen and you, all of you just have to guess it. So um this is like kind of like a competition okay so whoever wins I guess like gets bragging rights or whatever but let's just get started are you guys excited yes yay yes Yes. okay so the first sound I'll give you three hints so obviously we I don't want you to start from scratch or else it's going to take forever (laughs) so the three options are pouring olive oil on frying pan egg frying and grilling sizzle are you guys ready yes okay so like whoever like you have to shout your name sorry i forgot to mention that but like you have to shout your name if you know what it is okay it's a competition Florina. Oh, no. oh no Florina. okay well, what's your guess my guess is grilling sizzle wrong no what <laughs> i was so confident too yeah Glory, what, did you say, did you have an answer? Do you have an answer? Uh, I forgot the options, but let's just go with the egg one. <laughs> yes, ding, ding, ding. You are correct. One point for Glory. Okay. Yay. So Michelle and Lorena, you got to step up your game. <laughs> <laughs> one to nothing. One to nothing. Okay, so the second sound, the three options are pepper grinding, salt grinding, and chewing. Okay. What's the difference between pepper and salt grinding? <laughs> you will see. You guys ready? Sure. <laughs> Michelle. Okay, Michelle, what's your answer? That's definitely pepper grinding. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. So, Glory, Michelle, you're tied. Florina, you got to step up your game. Shoot. Last sound. Um, So the three options are kettle boiling, pot boiling, and a rainstorm. Because obviously there are rainstorms when you're, you know, like cooking and stuff, right? It happens. (laughs) Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. Glory. Okay, Glory, what's your answer? Rain pouring. Eh, wrong. Oh, Lurina. You're learning what's your answer. <laughs> Kettle boiling. Right. Yo. Okay. So all three of you are tied. So I guess yeah. all three of you guys are winners for this. <laughs> Woo! Look at it go. I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Listeners, um, let us know if you do enjoy it or not. Comment down below in one of our posts. Let us know if it's great or not. Um, and if we should do this again, um, I guess. To get started, let's just dive right into the episode. So at the very beginning, another man said goodbye to Katie. And that's Michael A., like our favorite person from like day one. 
Um, so Michael A actually left the competition like in re reaction to a video call with his son. So I remember his son was saying like, maybe daddy left because he didn't want to see me. And that just kind of ultimately led to his final decision of leaving because his son needed his dad. Do any of you have any thoughts? I thought it was oh, so sad. Like it broke my heart when his son said that because uh, like Michael, you could just tell he loves his son. Like they have such a special bond and it like definitely broke him to hear his son think that he doesn't want to see um, the, his son, right? So I thought it was just such a sweet, sad moment. And obviously for James, like, his dad is definitely really like an important person in his life now that he also doesn't have his mother in his life too. So I think Michael was also looking at it from that perspective. Yeah, I, I think it's just, it sucks because like we were so close to the finale, right? Like literally two more weeks left, one more week for hometown, one week for finale. And then he would have been able to go back to his son. So it just sucks the timing of it all because he was so close. But I know it was probably difficult for him, like, leaving his son for that long. A part of me wonders, like, maybe could he have made it two more weeks? But I know, like, if you have a kid, it's probably really tough, like, just every day to not be with your child. But I think just the timing sucks. Yeah, I definitely feel for him. It was an emotional moment for all of us since we're such Michael A fans. But I, I saw, like, a video, actually, from Blake. I guess this probably offers another perspective, but... Blake Horseman, who was a past contestant, he did say that he felt if Katie told the producers that Michael A was the guy for her, that they would just fly the sun out, like to see Michael A and like just make it happen. I don't know if I like fully trust that because of COVID and all that, but it kind of made me wonder, like maybe at that point, like Michael A just wasn't feeling Katie as much anymore. And Katie kind of knew like who her top two were going to be. Maybe that's Greg, maybe that's Blake. And they were both at peace with it, even though there was a lot of motion there. So I feel like it was like for the best. I think if it wasn't a fit, like maybe Michael A should have just gone home before like introducing Katie to his family and getting things more complicated, especially when there's a kid involved. So I thought it was okay, but I just would have wished if Michael A, I know it was like in the moment with the kid, but if he just woke up a little bit earlier and Andrew could have like taken that hometown spot, um, but again, like I, I totally understand the situation. Oh yeah. I didn't even realize like, and, uh, Michael left like right before hometowns, like the beginning. So that spot could have been given to Andrew. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like at that point, the feelings weren't there fully because if they were, I think there would have been a lot more dialogue between the two on how they were going to work it out so as sad as it was and as sad as it is to see that they weren't maybe the right fit for each other I do think, think that it was for the best and I think that she had a better connection with Blake and Greg um, amongst the top four anyway so I felt kind of at peace with it yeah me too I felt like at the end of the day she probably wasn't going to like end up with Michael A so it was better for him to go kind of at this point rather than later rather than like you know her meeting his family and stuff and I guess too like to that point of like you know maybe their relationship wasn't so strong I don't know like I'm usually I usually like cry for everything and like I cried when he was calling his son but like when it was him and Katie talking I I didn't like 
I, I was sad, but I wasn't, I don't know, I didn't feel something so strong. I didn't feel so strongly about the situation. So I guess maybe that speaks also to like, maybe there wasn't something there that like they were going to end up together. Yeah. I don't know if it was just me. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I totally felt that too. Like even when Andrew S left, I was just so emotional when everyone else left. I was like really emotional. But when An- Michael A left, or maybe it's because like we kind of expected that too. Because uh. like, hearing like all over the news or like, yeah, like Michael A is going to leave, self-eliminate <laughs> and it's like in all the promo too so no that's actually an interesting idea because I think like we are in love with the people and their personalities that we almost kind of blind that love for the individual into the chemistry and the couple but when you really think of it and when it really comes down to it it's like we actually kind of deep down don't really see these couples together like we're okay if they break up you know when we see them as a couple it's just like we love Michael A as a person so we're like sad but then when we really see him with Katie it's like you know this breakup makes sense when when you compare it down to like the top four same thing with Andrew we love him as a person but when we see him with Katie it's like the breakup makes sense a little bit yeah no definitely like although you know like we didn't we weren't as sad about the breakout it was definitely like bittersweet leaving us kind of emotional but also very emotional because like we don't get to see Michael A and like seeing Katie like meet James definitely um upsetting but that kind of leads us into men tell all and just I guess like the first question is like obviously it's no longer Chris Harrison hosting men tell all it's with Caitlin and Tasha. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you think, do you like them as a host, a duo? Did they do a better job than Chris Harrison? First of all, they looked amazing. Like Mm -hmm. their dresses were on point, makeup, hair, everything. They were killing it. So love to see that because Chris Harrison would have just came in in the same boring old suit in his fake spray tan, but like, you know, (laughs) they actually showed up. So I really, I honestly, personally, I really like Caitlin and Taisha. I think they work well together and I think they were very confident. They communicated very well. I think they could have asked better questions, but at the same time, like thinking back to past like mental alls or anything, I don't think Chris Harrison asked any like amazing questions either so I feel like I personally really like them as the host maybe I'm biased because I really like both of them um but yeah yeah I thought they could have asked better questions too because I feel like they kept just saying like how hard was that how hard was that for like all the one-on-ones um so I felt like maybe they could have just like said it a different way or just like asked better questions or like even when the guys were fighting like interject and like ask some questions in there too but yeah, overall, like it was average for me. You know, I think Chris Harrison was like, you know, average as well in terms of like these mentals. They do what they gotta do. So yeah, no, no real big complaints, but just some minor thoughts of improvement. Yeah, I just personally think, you know, this is their first shot. So obviously it's not gonna be perfect. And with Chris Harrison doing this for so many years, it makes sense that he would write, ask the right questions. He's experienced so many different situations. So he's like, it's like up his alley. So, but yeah, no, I guess like diving more into like the drama. So the early season villains, including Cody, Carl, Hunter, they had their opportunity to speak. Um, any thoughts on Aaron confronting Cody 
about all the pre-show social media posts. What are your, what are your thoughts? I thought it was just, I don't know, the whole Cody drama was just so unnecessary to me. It's kind of interesting because I felt that Aaron should have been more self-reflective and been like, hey, now that I'm thinking back at it, I've kind of inserted myself in every single villain this season and exposing them, but he was still very like confident and kind of stuck his ground with different things. So with that whole Cody scenario, I just felt bad for Cody. Like Aaron kept coming at him and I don't even know like why and he didn't really give us any like hard evidence about it. So definitely not an Aaron fan, but I know Aaron has like a pretty big fan base. I think though in the middle, Aaron did say something along the lines of like, I just kind of, I think when Katie came out, he was just like, I kind of found myself always in the drama. So I think he did admit to it, but yeah, the conversation, this whole fight just like seems just like, why? <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. It's like, it's, it's unnecessary. I feel like, I, I think someone said that too, like the, everyone kind of just jumped on the bandwagon and started going against Cody. And it's like, yeah, true. Like everyone kind of just trusted Aaron and even at the mental, all right, everyone was going against Cody. So I don't know. I still think that Aaron also didn't really explain <laughs> it fully in detail, like why Cody is a bad person. Yeah, I just think it's like a group of bullies, like just trying to find the next person to target. I just felt that like this whole season. And it's just so funny because it's like not Katie's personality. Like he, she's always like, not like she's always saying that like she cannot tolerate bullies and all that and like the fact that there are like a bunch of bullies in her season it's just like pretty funny um I guess like diving into Carl's situation so he does say that he there are people here for the wrong reasons at the very beginning of the season and now he's like exposing and saying that like oh he met Thomas was this just a cover-up what are your thoughts Oh, 100% a cover up. Like, literally, Connor in the thing, he was saying, he was literally like, how could you know, but none of the other guys knew, right? Like, even when we saw it live, it, it was the most random thing ever. And honestly, I think it was just a cop out. Like, it's, it's an easy statement to say, because chances are in a group of 30 men, there are probably people there that are not for the right reasons. So it's an easy statement to say, but I feel like when he said it there was no real person he was like thinking of in mind or none of the evidence he had was like substantial yeah no 100 and the fact that like previously he said multiple men and then all of a sudden he takes that back and then he's just only mentioning thomas like it just always obviously shows that like it was just a cover-up just to you know make sure she he's like you know getting protected and not getting i guess like like shamed on by like the fans the bachelor nation and in general Okay, so diving into Hunter. So Hunter did admit that um, he had some dishonesty moments, but he did say that he was truthful when he said he was falling in love with Katie. Um, I just thought it was just so funny because literally two seconds before he told Katie that he was falling in love with her, he was just like, yeah, like I'm not at the place to mention anything like to, to to actually state that I'm falling in love with Katie two seconds later he tells Katie he's falling in love with her in front of everyone what are your thoughts I feel like I'm still like team everyone who got attacked and not team mean girls so I kind of feel for Hunter because I think like I I literally think that it was just in the pressure of the moment when people asked him in front of everyone 
and in front of Katie, are you falling in love with her? And that's when he was like, I am falling in love with you, even though like a couple of seconds ago, he just said he wasn't. So I feel like he just probably like messed up there. And it's such a human thing to do. Like he's under the spotlight, like all the men are staring at him. Like I probably would have done the same, honestly. So while I find it like sad and like kind of upsetting-ish, I kind of feel for the guy. And I really don't think he's a villain at the end of the day. I think he actually had real feelings for Katie. And I'm kind of sad that the drama kind of ruined their relationship. Yeah, I think so too. I think that they definitely played Hunter up uh, being a villain so much, but like, I don't think he did anything that was, um, that constituted him being a villain. So that was really like weird to me. And honestly, his explanation too, I feel like made sense. I mean, I would have to watch back the show to fact check, but like, his explanation made sense. And then Connor even also stood up for him and said like, you know, I was roommates with him and he, he was definitely falling in love with Katie, which I really appreciated. Like the fact that someone else would stand up and say that, I think it shows that Hunter was there for Katie. And honestly, I I don't think there was anything on the show that made me think otherwise. Maybe he didn't say the right things. Like he didn't go about it in the right ways, in my opinion, at least some of the stuff he says was definitely like sketchy throughout the show, but that doesn't mean that he wasn't there for Katie. It's just, I guess, showing a little bit of his character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Like everyone, I agree with everyone, what everyone has said. Um, Obviously, when you're put on the spot, you start to say things that you don't mean to say. And again, like, I feel like as an audience, like, everyone just like listens like word for word pinpoints everything that you say and also like low-key it's kind of like a competition so like all the men are like trying to see like what everyone's saying and like trying to be honest with Katie like oh this is happening in the house Uh, this person is not trustworthy so then they can move on and re like I guess like build that relationship with Katie so true and you know what though part of me also with the whole Hunter situation like I feel bad for him but also he was kind of doing that to other men as well. Like he did that, he was doing that to Thomas. He was calling out Thomas. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, his actions later on were kind of similar to what Thomas was doing. I guess just Thomas was very honest about it. And something else that kind of bothers me is that he was calling out Thomas about like wanting a platform and things like that. Um, But I looked at Hunter's Instagram page and this man is posting like these videos that are high quality, like 180p. This man has a ring light and everything. Like, I don't know, if you're gonna call someone out about wanting a platform, then you better not be posting anything on social media once you come off the show. I totally agree with that. I feel like if anything, Hunter was kind of the fame chaser. Okay, well, Mm -hmm. honestly, I think all the guys were, but like Hunter was pretty obvious because he was a Bachelor super fan, meaning that he probably like wanted to be on the show for super long. Like he didn't come for Katie. He wasn't like, yes, like I don't really know what the show is about, but I'm open to love, which I think most of the most genuine guys are like that. He's literally a super fan. So definitely really hypocritical of him to go for Thomas like that. I guess like diving into the one-on-one hot seats. So three men were given the time to I guess like I'd call it an interview just like the bachelor interview interviewing to become the next bachelor (laughs) so um it was Connor Andrew and also Michael A so I guess like starting with Connor so first of all someone from the audience actually mentioned that Connor was like checking her out and there was like some some mutual 
it was like mutual so throughout like throughout the whole entire show and she actually asked to kiss him and he went for it do you like personally do you think Connor's a bad kisser and do you think uh, Connor's spontaneous kiss from the audience was actually spontaneous or was it planted what are your thoughts honestly I was confused by this whole like there was no spark when we kissed scenario with Katie from the beginning because they had that big kiss on like night one and then they had you know a couple kisses after and then suddenly we get to like the sixth episode and then she's like there's no spark when we kiss so I don't know I was kind of confused by why she was thinking Connor was like a bad kisser and where this kind of whole you know story came from I personally don't think Connor is a bad kisser I mean I've never kissed him but you know I want to believe I don't know there's something in there when he kisses but yeah I don't think Connor's a bad kisser yeah I think like no one's ever a bad kid uh okay okay I guess some people can be bad kissers like if they don't really know what they're doing like they're not experienced in it and like I don't know maybe but like I don't think Connor's a bad kisser like I think it's just that they didn't have that chemistry that Katie was looking for where you get that spark or that butterfly feeling when you like lock lips for the first time and it's all romantic and they just kind of blew it like out of proportion a little bit and that girl is definitely planted like producers come on like we're not stupid like did you really think we're gonna think that was genuine like she literally had a mic on but I thought it was a cute moment I I still thought it was really funny so I enjoyed it so you know what producers like I guess a pat on the back for setting that up. So to your first point, Michelle, like, yeah, I feel like the Katie shouldn't have framed it as like a kiss that was like bad or something. I wish she framed it as just like the whole spark. Like maybe there wasn't a spark between them because then they blew it out of proportion. This whole kiss thing is just such a weird idea and concept. So I think spark would have just been easier and more straightforward and it wouldn't have made Connor feel bad or self-conscious and then yeah like I do agree too about the the girl from the audience at first I was like oh this is so cringy I still think it's cringy but like low-key they were kind of cute like I could kind of see it your first point Blarina actually you said like Katie you didn't like the way Katie framed it that kind of brings me to a whole other issue I have with Katie that I actually haven't shared yet where (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) we're ready yeah I feel like sometimes I don't like what Katie says I feel like sometimes she words things in a certain way that's just like not nice and like yes yeah like I don't know I can't think of any specific examples right now because it's kind of happened like over the course of the season but I feel like just sometimes the way she words things she's like you know like oh I don't even remember but she's just like this is my journey and like not even those words but oh I don't I can't think of any specific example but I feel like just sometimes the way she kind of communicates herself I'm just like I don't like it. I just feel so bad for Connor to be honest like the fact that he mentioned after he came back he messaged his ex just to ask if he was a bad kisser and asked like two other people apparently. So it's just like lowers his self-esteem. Poor guy. I'm so sorry for you to go through that. <laughs> but um, I guess like moving on to Andrew S's um, interview. So what are your thoughts? Like I know one part he did mention that Katie killed it during their conversation about bringing up an interracial couple. But any other thoughts? Okay, sorry. Like, last thing about um Connor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, last thing, I promise. But the fact that he kissed a girl from the audience and he went to paradise 
and this was definitely filmed after they came back from paradise is what i'm assuming at least or wait do you guys think that because i was just thinking like isn't that a spoiler that he didn't meet anyone at paradise because he kissed someone else it is you're right they definitely did film this after paradise because this was filmed like last week Mm-hmm. Oh, okay wow damn we should tweet this you know yes. but wow Sweeters. that's actually smart that you brought that up like good big brain big brain right there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. um but no definitely yeah wow that's that's shocking news okay sorry back to andrew s so <laughs> so any thoughts on his interview like obviously i think you know everyone was just really emotional after watching Andrew S's like I guess like his whole timeline with Katie I just remember I got like kind of I teared up a little bit too but do you guys have any thoughts I don't know to me Andrew S's like interview part it wasn't really memorable (laughs) I don't know why I feel like I can't remember much that happened in that interview nothing Oof. like really that stood out <laughs> so harsh I know, don't mean to be harsh I don't mean to be harsh <laughs> no but honestly I agree I feel like it was the typical like I have nothing but respect for her I love her it was a hard breakup end of scene like it was very yeah. typical mm-hmm. I guess nah no I, I I thought so too like I think definitely Connors was like the most like memorable oh, yeah <laughs> whenever it was like planted um but even Michael A's like I think it was pretty memorable when he mentioned that he still has feelings for Katie and he would actually try again if she was interested isn't that sad to hear to be honest yeah it's so sad and I feel like it's because they didn't end their relationship because there wasn't a spark or because like mm. it was something that was that stemmed from the relationship right they they kind of broke things off and stopped things because he had to go home to his son so I feel like there he doesn't have closure in this moment yeah that's a good point and that now makes me like wonder because now that I think about it like normally don't they bring the men to the hot seat to speak with Katie like one-on-one like I know obviously like they spoke with her from like the chair but like normally don't they get to like sit beside her or does that only happen in like after the final row after the final rows I think that's only after the final rows but when you brought that up I, it got me thinking too because I don't think we've seen that in recent years but I think before they used to do that oh okay because I was gonna say then like why didn't they do that this time for like that one-on-one connection because like for Michael A like he needed that closure so maybe it would have been nice to like bring him to the hot seat but then yeah I guess they don't do that for the mental law I was just to say I kind of wish that they did do that because even like Katie's reply to Michael, I don't, I didn't feel like there was closure at all. And I don't know, maybe, maybe it's also going back to like how Katie frames things. It was just so abrupt. She didn't really say anything that was like, you know, uplifting for Michael. She said uplifting things towards Andrew, but I didn't feel that towards Michael A. So it feel like there was a disconnect because he was sitting in the audience or whatever wherever the men sit and then she's kind of has her back a little bit turned speaking to Tasha and Caitlin rather than to Michael who really needed that closure because he was in the top four right like that's a big deal I'm like thinking back to like bringing back Lori's point I'm pretty sure like I remember Tasha's season she actually sat beside Blake or she sat beside um 
not Blake, but Riley. Do you remember mm. that? So I'm yes, sure- she did. Yeah, so I'm sure like this is this is happening for quite a while. So like Katie's season is definitely different. Yeah, like on that topic, like didn't you guys feel like everything was kind of rushed? Like we didn't really yes. get the full two hours of the women tell all because of Michael A's departure. And then we had like a random segment with Caitlin and Jason. So I feel like we never really made good ground on actually getting closure on everything that we usually experience during these tell-alls. So maybe that's why we're feeling kind of weird about everything. Yeah, everything's new. <laughs> when when mm-hmm. Chris Harrison leaves, they don't know what to do. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like kind of confused why they put like those unseen moments in the middle. Because if they were really like out of time, like why would they include those unseen moments in the middle? Unless that's something they normally do. Wait, what do you mean by unseen moments? Like somewhere in like the middle of the episode, they just like showed like three different scenes. So like one of them was the Jason and Caitlin moment. Mm. And then one of them was like, I think when they were playing that sport, I don't even remember what it was called, but they were playing that sport and then they had to like diss each other. That was like an unseen moment that they showed. And then there was like a third unseen moment that they showed like in the middle of the episode. So my thinking is like, if they had more content, like wouldn't they like opt to put that drama and them arguing like in the audience versus the unseen moments or I don't know. Mm, That's a question for Katie. Katie, if you're listening to this, please answer her questions. Yeah, I literally don't even remember what Katie said to the men. Like I don't remember her section at all, to be honest. She came briefly, like, at the very, very end. It's not like she sat there with, like, each individual and, like, actually talked to them. It was very broad because, like, the answer that she gave Andrew S. was, like, similar to Michael A. and Thomas as well. Oh, yeah. Now I remember it. It was, like, literally, like, a sentence and that was it. The conversation was over. Like, they would say their piece, the guys, and then she would just respond, like, oh, to Andrew S., I wish we had more time. That's it. Move on. So, yeah, it was very rushed. Yeah, no, I remember her exact words. It was just like, I have so much love for you and respect for you. It was literally those words. Well, I guess like, since we kind of mentioned about Thomas, so Thomas actually unfortunately couldn't show up during Mental All. However, like in person, however, um, he did show up via video call to apologize to Katie. And like a lot of the men actually had mixed feelings. Like it was like literally showcasing, like they showcased Trey's reaction. It was just so funny. Um, but like, what were some of your thoughts? And did, did you think Katie actually handled this, it like this well this time compared to, I guess, like when she sent Thomas home? I think I'm glad that Thomas didn't come because I just wasn't down to watch all the men attack him again. <laughs> like, yes. I just feel bad for him, honestly. Like, yes, Thomas please hide behind your screen. Like you don't deserve all this hate. So so I do think that like, he does sound like, I get why people think he's not genuine because he sounds kind of rehearsed, but I think like maybe he's just (laughs) well-spoken. Like that's just how he communicates. I don't know. I just really try to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, But I think it's interesting because we know that he goes to paradise with some of the men there and seems like they're still not friendly. So I'm guessing they didn't really have a great relationship at Paradise either. Um, But I do think Katie handled it pretty well. Like she was as civil as she could be given that she still had these feelings of animosity towards him. Um, Overall, the segment kind of felt rushed again, but I'm glad we had that. I 
think it was also interesting I think she like threw in an apology as well when she was speaking to him mm. apologizing for like the way she kind of said goodbye to him I was a little I was happy she apologized but I was a little cheesed to be honest with the way she said it because I felt like it was so formal that she was like almost indirect in her apology like she didn't directly reference it but she also did oh yes I totally get what you mean now by like Katie's the way she talks is weird because the perfect example is this apology because she was saying like like she never really apologizes or owns up to like her mistakes or anything she's always like oh like that's how I felt in the moment so that's how I reacted like okay girl like sometimes feelings aren't good like you can't justify everything with your feelings man like this is just like no so like I totally agree that she should have just owned up to it and I think especially watching it back and especially given her whole like mantra of nice girl and like no to bullying like that was not a good moment and I don't even think she realizes that okay so I guess now other than drama and like a lot has happened with Thomas the earlier villains and everything um they wanted to end off on a good note so they were showing some bloopers um what were your favorite moments and for me I just saw like Greg so much of Greg like I swear I've never really seen that like I've seen a lot of Greg throughout the whole show because obviously Katie loves Greg um but like him dancing and like his goofy moments with Andrew S like speaking in a British accent yeah like on the Greg stuff like I feel like when I watch these bloopers and these moments it seems like he has such a big personality but then every time he has a conversation with Katie I don't know he's just so quiet and toned down and it's like that that was something that like kind of threw me off like when I watched these bloopers I'm like is that Greg like that doesn't seem like Greg yeah honestly like he had such a big personality I feel like he took up a lot of the bloopers like where were the other men (laughs) in these bloopers like why is Greg who's in the finals in most of the bloopers yeah but any favorite moments this was in the end credit scene but it was kind of like a blooper it was when they were talking in that British accent and Andrew Trey and I think it was Greg was going off and it was the most hilarious moment ever I want to see more of those moments on the show. Yeah, it went by super fast. Like, were they not funny? Were there not any funny men this season? (laughs) Yeah, it was like kind of sad. I was like, okay, like too much Greg, but like, I also really like Greg. So, (laughs) okay. So I guess like one of the last events was when Caitlin's fiance, Jason came in and they were like, I guess like showcasing like how Jason proposed to Caitlin during her fake podcast. What are your thoughts on that? I liked the moment. I thought it was cute. I thought if they need more space, maybe I would have preferred a little bit more drama between the men or conversations between the men versus that scene, which sounds bad. Like, Glory doesn't like to see engagements or anything, (laughs) but that's not true. I do. But, like, I felt like it was just not the time and place. Like, this is the men tell-all, you know, not the Caitlyn and Jason engagement, you know? (laughs) I don't know. This sounds so mean, but, like, I don't know. I just felt like, I don't know, it wasn't this wasn't the time for it. I don't know. You're totally right. Like as much as I loved it, because I think that Caitlin and Jason are super cute and I was dying. Like I couldn't understand anything that Caitlin was saying. It was so funny, but yeah, they work so well together, but it's, it it was so random actually. Like now that I actually think about it. I, I just wonder, okay. I feel like I'm like trying to think of the producers. Like, okay, why did we see that? Like there must be a reason. And I feel like that was a marketing ploy for like a ABC special where we get to watch Caitlin and Jason's wedding ceremony. Cause I feel like we've gotten that in the past. So 
that's what I was thinking when I was watching it yeah Michelle's Michelle's a producer like she knows she knows the inside scoop (laughs) yeah I mean you've heard it here first listeners like if this is a thing like hire Michelle (laughs) (laughs) this is your audition to be the producer bachelor nation producer literally I feel like I would love that job yeah yeah so funny okay so last but not least next week Katie will return with Greg Blake and Justin for hometowns any predictions that like what do you think will happen who will leave first Justin call it now and why (laughs) well because he was one of the last guys to get a rose last week actually he was the last guy to get a rose last week because it was between him and Andrew and I think like obviously Greg she loves so I guess if we're thinking like who are the bottom two between the top three I would say it's probably Blake and Justin I wouldn't even say Blake's the bottom but someone has to go at the bottom of the pyramid so I would say Blake and Justin are bottom two and then between those two I would say Justin just because he got the last rose okay this is kind of a tangent but Gloria you kind of remind me of like a thought I had about rose orders so do you think like the men get kind of nervous when they're like the last name called at the rose ceremony and if so like does that impact their relationship and how do they like fake it knowing that like maybe Katie has a better connection with someone else hmm like typically I feel like in other seasons the order didn't really matter at all but I've noticed this like recently in Katie's season and I've noticed that the more order actually matters. Yeah, because she literally gives Greg the rose every time. <laughs> yeah, it's like Greg, first person, Blake, first person. Like I feel like if you're the last person to get the rose, it either means A, you're in drama that week. So I feel like naturally, like the producers probably tell the bachelorette or the bachelor to say, like, hey, like put the people who are in a fight to be last so that like it'll be like more suspenseful you if you if you get if you are the person to be like getting the last rose or you're waiting to hear your name like I feel like that would kind of take a mental toll on you because it means like she wasn't sure about you or you're like you know not top of mind or she's not as confident with you in 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 her relationship with you Mm -hmm. no I totally agree I know that Greg is gonna leave somehow it seems like Greg and Katie had like a big argument Yeah, I think so too. Like he seemed, they seemed both very like mad in the promos. So I feel like if it was up to Katie, she would want to go with Greg, like in an ideal world where nothing happens. But I don't know if she'll be able to just because of the promos, making it look like they have beef with one another. (laughs) Also, I don't know if I'm overthinking this, but during the men tell all, when the first Greg blooper came on, she was smiling for everyone else but then when Greg came on she like didn't like laugh like loud she was like her her big smile like started to go down so that's just what yeah that was a small detail that I noticed that makes me think maybe she doesn't end up with him a lot of tea is gonna happen I'm sure um I guess like stay tuned we'll give all of you updates that's the end of our episode I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend and see you next week bye everyone (laughs) 